1: On round two today, uh, let's say good morning to Lindsay Broadhead, Strategic Communications and Public Affairs Advisor. Bob Reed is principal at BroadwayStrategy.com, the guy who does touchdowns and fumbles on Fridays on Jerry's show. Tamara Cherry with Pickup Communications is here as well. Um, let's actually start. We don't have to dwell on this forever. I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to even hear about this guy. He's just a whiner. But I do think it's kind of a template for other tensions in our society, talking about a young Muslim man who went into a corner at the Ottawa train station, said his prayers, which observant Muslims are required to do five times a day at an appointed time. And then after he had wrapped it up, this uh, Karen of a security guard decided to pick a fight with him. Tamara, I get it. He's, you know, he's a security guard and he probably is bored and he thinks he's got to find a way to tell people what to do, but it seems like an fortunate situation.
2: Okay, I have to take exception to two things you said first, okay. John. First, that there's people saying that this guy's just a whiner. Like that, that's ridiculous.
1: Oh, I'm referring to texts.
2: Okay, no, I I figure it and I'm speaking to the texters. Yeah. And and second, that uh that you just referred to this this security guard as a Karen. Again, Karen is part of my name. It's my mother's name. Stop it. This guy is not a Karen. This guy's an idiot. He uh, is obviously ignorant. I would like to think that he does not represent most security guards. Um, if I heard correctly during during the video that was shot, I think, by this guy's, uh, the victim's co-worker, he threatened at one point to tell their employer. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Again, I just... I I would like to think that this is not representative of most security guards. And I know that that there's been conversation about, you know, the the colleagues of the, the security guard coming up and saying, oh, you know, like, don't mind him. He deals with a lot of homeless people. Even then, I'm going to give those security officers the benefit of the doubt and say that they didn't realize what exactly their colleague had said to this guy because it's so abhorrent.
1: Okay, Bob Reed, I don't want to anticipate too much, but I imagine this goes into a file for Friday. Uh,
0: it could uh, it could find its way into touchdowns and fumbles. We'll have to see how how things play out. But yeah, I mean clearly this was an overstep. I mean some some people you give them uh, an emblem shirt and a flashlight and suddenly they they go off into uh, into Copland. land. Um, I was uh, very impressed with Via's uh, very quick reaction and right from the senior level expressing uh, a, a, an un, unfiltered apology uh, completely to to the man and how this is this is not acceptable and this is not anything that uh, the, the, that reflects uh, th- that organization in any way shape or form. Uh, I understand uh, that, that this gentleman is, is upset and, and he has a right to be and maybe it was in the heat of the moment the only the only thing that maybe me go mm, okay was when he, he he seemed to be unsatisfied with any level of apology he was getting you know i am not impressed what are you going to do to make it right he got a, a, an abject apology from the top Level of via rail I think he's kind of one in that Case but again it's not my place to Say how outraged somebody should be in a, in a position like that the whole thing
1: is Regrettable yeah he may be angling for some Via one passes um, Listen with permission Lindsay Broadhead I want To cross over into things that are Of actual greater significance One would be we had the uh, deputy Mayor on the show this morning and she says So far there's been no signal That Queen's Park in the budget is going to have Any money for the city of Toronto that's kind of bringing us closer to an existential crisis.
3: Yeah, and first of all, I have to say, I'm so impressed with uh, our deputy mayor. I think she's doing an, uh, just a great job and I, I like her approach of, of transparency and, and openness. I think she's doing a great job, so kudos there. Um, in terms of uh, our budget, yeah, this is something that Mayor Tory talked about quite a bit and we've been talking about as a city for uh, you know the, the greater part of a year, I feel, um the we, we need money. Um, we're we're in dire straits. I don't think uh, it's the end of the story yet. Uh, a really important part of the story that we don't hear about enough is the the mere optics of giving money to Toronto is a problem. So I think there uh, correctly is politicking happening on both sides so that when, Uh, Knock on wood, the money does come and and there's still a window for it to come. Um, It comes with conditions uh, and it comes with um, uh, a little bit more accountability so the city has to manage differently uh, moving forward. So that is me uh, being Pollyanna and optimistic, um, but we we need the money. Um, So I I really hope uh, Premier Ford and his team comes forward with that in the budget.
1: To Cherry in the mayor's race, I'm sure you're familiar that uh, with Josh Matlow having revealed that he's running on a platform to raise taxes. His argument is, we can't pay the bills, we need more money.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't want to come off as like a gung-ho Josh Matlow person, but I don't see an issue with that. I mean, we're coming out of the pandemic. I think that municipalities, provinces, the federal government, everybody, every level of government in this country has to be looking at how they are going to save themselves from a ridiculous deficit for decades and decades to come. And I, I heard your, your interviews yesterday, John, with the mayoral can, the, the latest batch of mayoral candidates. And I heard Josh Matlow speak, and you know, he said something like $5 a month for families. Although you uh, said that homeowners. was a sandwich.
1: I thought, where you got that sandwich?
2: Yeah, <laughs> no. well apparently, apparently the Zellers pop up outside according to Joe. <laughs> we were talking up the break. Um but I, I I don't have an issue with taxes being raised as long as it's it's hitting the right people and it's not uh it's not hitting people who are more disadvantaged uh disproportionately.
1: Okay. Worth noting, of course, is some people are probably yelling at the radio, you're not a rate payer in Toronto anymore.
2: No, I haven't been for a while. When I lived in the GTA, I was in Ajax. I haven't been in Toronto since like the early 2010s.
1: Okay, Bob Reed, um, like I said, this could end up turning into a financial crisis for us
0: yeah it could I mean I think everybody's got to calm down and let's see what's in the budget I think Lindsay's right there are optics uh, that have always been there about uh, about giving too much to Toronto but at the same time I think there's been a a very well-founded and and uh, quite accurate case made by the city over the last number of years that the senior levels of government don't adequately compensate Toronto for what we take on in terms of new arrivals into the country naturally coming to the gta and to the city in 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 particular Um, refugee claimants and and i'm not pointing blame here but i'm saying this is a reality there are social costs that go along with being the largest city in the province and the largest city in the country and it it behooves the senior levels to to be more reflective of that so i think that case has been made Uh, I, i i think there will be there will be something uh helpful for toronto certainly not everything that it's asking for, but uh, Doug Ford does not want to have a Ford to Toronto drop dead headline. So uh, factor that in.
1: I'm sure they would do that at the Sun, because it's one of the cleverest headlines ever. Okay, Lindsey Broadhead, I'll start with you. Doug Ford yesterday was asked about a lot of things, including his hair. I won't ask you to weigh in on the Premier's hair. Um, But there was a call from the Ontario Chamber of Commerce for the province to change its approach to cannabis. And I thought. I'm glad that the premier said, I'm not going to get involved here. And I'm with him. I mean, organize your own sector. If it's not profitable because there are too many retail outlets, then some of them are going to have to go out of business. If it's not profitable because people aren't using enough pot, then I don't want these weed rooms and events to be created just so people will use more pot.
3: Yeah, I agree. And look, I'm a huge fan of Rocco Rossi, huge huge fan of uh, OCC um, I've never been a huge fan of uh, the the marketing around uh, marijuana uh, in 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 all its forms um, for different reasons um, I think we should support the industry uh, insofar as it uh, is is something that's legalized it's uh, a huge revenue generator for the province um, um, but we shouldn't get involved in how the business and the industry itself grows. Uh, that needs to happen uh, and sort itself out for itself. Uh, it's one thing to uh, decriminalize something it, uh, in terms of what the government does and its role in that. It's it's totally different to uh, be a promoter in the marketing of it in the same way. So I for me, that, that crosses over a line.
1: Yeah, Bob Reed. I would say that the same rules that apply to smoking need to apply to pot and it would seem that in this brief the suggestion was we should be more lenient or we should have special places where people can smoke pot.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was my reaction. This is a non-starter right out of the gates because you can't smoke anything indoors anymore, and rightly so. That was brought in to protect the health of, of the other people who are not smoking, whether they work in those establishments or are fellow patrons. So it, th- this is a non-starter right out of the gate on
1: that level alone. Um, not sure, Tamara Cherry, if you're close to a Nordstrom's, but they are having a liquidation uh-huh. sale. And I went in yesterday, and it was 5% off. And I thought, you know, even the Bay goes 10 15
2: John, you should have seen my my book club WhatsApp chat group blow up over this yesterday because the morning started out. I'm not close to a Nordstrom's, but many of my friends in the GTA are, and they there were people talking about you know driving down from Vaughan and you know some people taking their their uh, lunch break to go check out the sale, and then when when word hit our WhatsApp group that it was five percent off. It just, it just absolutely blew up. I mean, this is ridiculous. I imagine that, you know, obviously they want to get as much money as they possibly can, the liquidators, by that I mean. Um, but I imagine as the weeks go by, it'll, it'll be more and more. But I would have been very disappointed if I had taken some time away from other duties to go for 5% off at Nordstrom's and 20% off winter gear. Like most places have like 40% off winter gear right now. Get with the program.
1: Thanks, Tamara. Good to have you. Tamara Cherry, Bob Reed, and Bob will be back on Friday morning with touchdowns and fumbles. Lindsay Broadhead as well. That's our time. Interesting, Tamara described actually having to go out of your way, which I guess a lot of people did, and I would be disappointed. Um, I just happened to be walking through the downtown, so I popped into Nordstrom's. But it is being run by professional liquidators, so there must be some sort of a plan. Catch the round table. Round one at 7:45. Round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010, Toronto.